Merry Christmas and happy Kwanzaa, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Falls podcast, the only podcast in the world that provides free living and happy thinking. Welcome back. And, uh, you know, I am good to be back as well. It's been a, it's been a little bit since uh, the last episode, but um, a lot's happened. I've, uh, I've really been living it up. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready to get back here and uh, tell some of the stories here in like the past um, let's see, maybe a month or two, you know, last couple weeks, maybe, but, um, I'm getting ready to hop right into this episode. But before we get into that, um, it is officially May 1st, my birthday month, April showers bring May flowers. And I hope that is true, man. It really hasn't rained at all in April, actually. I mean, a few, a uh, few thunderstorms here and there. Oh my gosh. I totally forgot my school like flooded for just a little bit it like rained really hard and like there was a tornado warning whole deal i was in wake up texas during this time but a bunch of alerts and i saw a bunch of videos of like people like jet skiing and like ponds and stuff near my school and i was like wow uh glad i'm not there Speaking of Waco, Texas, that uh, is where I went. Let's see, not this weekend, but last weekend. Last weekend was uh, the Waco Surf Baylor Bash Wake Competition, Wakeboarding Competition. And uh, it was my first one, you know, recently getting into wakeboarding. And, uh, you know, we had this uh, comp coming up, and there was two that were previous to this that I did not attend. There was one in. Arizona, and there was one in Houston. Maybe it was Austin. I think it was Austin. But that got canceled. And then this most recent one was uh, the first one that was like on, you know, it's on maybe. And um, yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to this. I'm going to have a great time. I've never been to Waco, Texas, but I've heard many things. It's got great history, maybe questionable history, but. Nevertheless, I've never been there, and I always like traveling new places and meet new people. So, Baylor, yeah, oh my gosh. I've never seen, like, Baylor campus or been to Baylor at all, but uh, apparently they also have a wakeboarding team, and that is who hosted this competition. So, you know, we all drive out there either Friday or Saturday, and uh, I had a couple buddies in my car, and we all mosey on down the road headed towards Waco, Texas. It is still a little bit colder here in Oklahoma. You know, the water's not warm yet. We're still wearing wetsuits whenever we go out on the lake. And um, But Texas usually stays pretty hot all year round. And, uh, you know, I've kind of expected the water to uh, replicate that as well. And, you know, it's a nice change of pace. Because I don't know I don't know what the deal is about Oklahoma lakes and just rivers and all this stuff. It just stays cold all year round. I mean, you got like a couple months in between. Let's stay warm, like maybe like July, August or something. But pretty much, it takes a minute for that water to warm up. But when it does, it's absolute paradise. So we go up there Friday afternoon, get there about 8. It, you know, it was supposed to be a five-hour drive on paper. But, you know little stick in the stick in the wheel and uh you know it turns out to be like an eight hour drive you know don't ask me why it took that long but it did but nonetheless we got there safe and sound i you know got the hammocks out got all the cooking stuff out you know 
half of our group is already down there, but you know, just a, another group of people just joining the fun. And, um, yeah, so I, you know, I get all my hammock set up and man, I haven't hammocked in a minute. It, it's probably been like a year since I've, uh, brought out the old sack and, uh, you know, I mean, there's a bunch of trees nearby and we were having a campfire later that night and that was good. But the thing is, we did not have access to a microwave, didn't have access to air fryer. I low-key thought about bringing my air fryer, but it's like, you know, where are you going to plug that in? Plus, I like camping and, like, figuring out just how to cook stuff with, like, what you have. I find that really interesting. I watch a guy on uh, YouTube called Camping with Steve, and he has some of the most satisfying camping videos I've seen. You know, he finds these places out in the middle of nowhere and just pops up his tent and uh, brings a couple things to eat, either on the propane stove or, uh, you know, over some charcoal. And, um, man, he, he makes some great videos on camping and stuff. So this is like, uh, you know, me trying to set out the uh, Camping with Steve videos in a way, but with my own style. So the first night was, uh, was, uh, it was good. But I knew it, it could get better. So, you know, the first day we're just kind of like setting up or whatever and uh, getting established down in Waco, right? And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm meeting a few people here and there, but we're not, we're not to the full, uh, full extravaganza of the trip so far. But, um, you know, staying patient and being ready, you know. So the next day rolls around and, um, you know, after not getting a lick of sleep that night because... A, it was more windy than uh, than Hurricane Katrina out there, and um, you know, B, I was really uncomfortable in my hammock the first night, so I, you know, had to had to improvise and uh, go to the car, and I thought I was gonna get a good night's sleep. I indeed did not. So second day rolls around, it's officially comp day. Okay, now all the schools compete. I don't exactly know the judging system to a T, but I can assume it's probably similar to how like street league does it, you know, and skateboarding where, uh, you know, each person goes and they either have one run or multiple runs and it gets judged on like style tricks, level of difficulty and all that stuff. And there was divisions of, uh, competitors, you know, you got your beginners, advanced, intermediate, all that stuff. And uh, I did not compete. I would have if I had a little bit more tricks under my belt. But like I said, I'm pretty new to wakeboarding. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think I've only been on the water a handful of times. Um, you know, as you can or uh, as I told in a previous episode, I got up on my second try ever wakeboarding in my life during spring break at the lake. Which that, you know, I'm still riding that high, but, you know, we got to move forward in progression. So, did not compete at this wakeboarding competition, but, uh, you know, just watch the other guys and girls uh, kill it out there and, you know, really show their skills to the rest of the school. But, uh, you know, we got next year. We're, we're, uh, we're saving up the skill set for next year. You know, we, we play to win. We, we don't want no participation trophies, you know. Great weather. The sun was shining. I'm really glad it wasn't raining. I was kind of afraid it was going to rain at some point because, uh, you know, I kind of checked the weather previously to see if uh, it was going to rain any time during that weekend because that rain and water sports are, uh, you know, that, that can kind of ruin a day. But, hey, you make do with what happens, you know. But luckily, didn't rain. Stayed all shiny all three days. Well, I mean, 
actually the last day kind of started to sprinkle right as we were leaving. But luckily that didn't really last very long. But second day, you know, get to watch wakeboarding a little bit. And uh, then we head back to camp and, you know, eat a little bit. Some people are taking naps and all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, then the night rolls around. The night is where, uh, you know, the fun comes out. You know, not saying the wakeboarding competition was fun, but this is where, like, you meet people and, uh, you know, all this stuff, I like to think. So the night comes, and we're all, you know, partying, having a good time and all that stuff. We, uh, we actually had so many people at our campsite, right? I was kind of surprised because the first night I was like, you know, okay, you know, this is a good amount of people, but I doubt we're going to be able to top this, right? Second night, I mean, we had like the whole population of China over at our campsite. And, um, you know, we're like, wow, you know, I'm meeting all these people, you know, I'm just saying hi to everyone. I'm, I, you know, all the different schools, I'm like learning where everyone's from. There was this one guy I met, actually two individuals I met. One of them was named Diesel. And, you know, Diesel was a character and a half. Whenever I first got to this place, uh, you know, I, I look up and the dude's rocking a Speedo on the wakeboard. I mean, what a guy. But the Speedo wasn't the only carrying contribute to his uh, personality, right? This guy had two Glock pistols tattooed on his torso. That's the most, like, hard thing I've ever seen in my life, okay? This dude, I think, was, like, a freshman or a sophomore, and he straight up has two Glocks tattooed on his torso. I mean, I wish I got a picture of it because it was, it was the funniest thing ever. But, I mean, dude is cool. He's getting along with everybody, you know. You could tell he was the life of the party at his school, you know. Uh, and then I met another guy, and his name was Connor. And this dude looked like, I mean, he was straight up out of the movie Rocky. You know you know the movie Rocky with the blonde dude who's, like, towering over uh, Sylvester Stallone? I mean, exactly photocopy of this dude, but, like, in college, you know? Cool guy. And he was from uh, Louisiana Tech, had the most southern accent I've ever heard in my life. I mean, dude, dude sounded like he could whip up the meanest crawfish in the south okay uh but yeah so the, you know the night kept rocking and rolling and this was let's see this is the second night and uh yeah so the first night was pretty good uh but the second night oh my gosh so one of our guys uh you know i don't know where he got this from but i'm not going to question it okay he comes to the campsite locked and loaded with a glass shotgun full of liquor okay this thing was nuts looking i mean it looks straight out of like dan Bilzerian's like living room okay and I, you know we're all like where did you get that how much was it what are you gonna do with it <laughs> he's like 90 dollars, and i'm sticking it in my living room after it's empty and we're like amen to that so night goes on absolutely vibing i i surprisingly now, this was like a new feat that I had like unlocked, okay? Usually, I start forgetting people's names after like the fifth or sixth person I've met. But like, it was, you know, I don't know what was going on. But I'm about at my 14th or 15th person and I'm like, I, I could recite everyone's name like the back of the hand. And, uh, you know, I, I'd come around and I'd be like, hey, you know, I remember your name. We're like, what's up, you know? And then later that day, uh, I actually tried 
cable on uh, the wakeboard there, uh, you know, where the competition was at Waco Surf. Um, There's this cable park. And, you know, I've never done cable before. I've only ridden behind a boat. And, uh, but I wanted to ride it super bad because it looks super fun. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It kind of, uh, kind of goes together with like my skating background, you know, as far as like skating, like a skate park or something. Um, it just kind of looks like those skills will transfer a little bit easier. And so I borrowed my buddy's board. I borrowed, uh, I don't know, some dudes uh, from Texas Tech. I borrowed his helmet because apparently you have to have helmets, I guess. I get it, you know, in case you like you slam your dog in on one of these ramps or something. Uh, I could totally understand that. So, uh, you know, got the board, got the helmet. We're ready to rock and roll. I get on the uh, kind of loading dock and, um, you know, I talk to the cable operator. I'm like, listen, dude, uh, you know, first timer here, but I have indeed ridden behind a boat before. He goes, if you've ridden behind a boat before, you can do it. I'm like, all righty. So, uh, you know, he's kind of me, he's kind of, uh, taking me through the motions as far as how to prepare to like hang on to the rope and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, he did not prepare me for what I was about to encounter. So the rope comes around and I, you know, give it a little bit of tension and, uh, you know, the rope goes and it felt so foreign. Like, I think the rope has a little bit of slack to it or like it's, it's elastic or something like that. So the rope starts pulling me and I'm like, wow, this is, uh, this is weird. You know, I'm, I'm rocking with no fins and, you know, I'm getting pulled by this cable that has like kind of tension, kind of not. And, um, but one thing, uh, that my buddy told me, he goes, stay in the cones because I don't know, it'll just be bad if you don't. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So, you know, I'm riding and these cable parks are shaped in a circle, kind of like an oval. So they just take you around lap after lap and you get to hit all these jumps and stuff. Super cool. And, um, but, you know, I wasn't going to hit the jumps right away. I almost thought about it, but I was like, you know what? Let's uh, let's keep the horse in the stable a little bit, okay? So it's taking me around. Well, <laughs> it, it took me around all right. I, uh, I get about halfway through, and I darn near get thrown off the front because I, I, you know, I'm still getting used to this rope. I just can't understand how to like hang on to this rope because it's so different than like behind a board I, or behind a boat, I think. And uh, so I kind of like yank it a little bit. I'm like, dang it, like give me tension. And then it just like it goes slack and then it catches up to the cable and it just yanks super hard. And I just lunge forward still on the water, but darn near got my arms ripped off. So it brings me around the backside and, you know, I'm still really not getting used to it. And I don't know what happened at this point. It was all a blur. I, um, I get kind of sideways. I think my back foot kind of started rotating a little bit and hence brought my board around. And, um, yeah, I just, uh, I just eat it a little bit and, uh, you know, I see the rope just, uh, go on without me and I'm like, all right, well, that's, uh, that's that. So, uh, I get out of the water and walk all the way back around and I try again because failure is not an option. Okay. So on the loading dock, I'm like, I've done this before. Matter of fact, I've done it first try. I can do it again, possibly hit a jump. And uh, I get on the loading dock and, uh, you know, I feel the rope tension and um, 
boom. Didn't even get it like 20 yards outside of the starting starting uh, dock. And, uh, you know, by this point, the guy that I had borrowed the helmet from said he needed it back soon because they were leaving, I guess. And I was like, you know what? I've already been out riding for about, I don't know, 30 minutes or so. So uh, I don't know how soon this guy's leaving, but I want to respect his wishes and give him back his helmet. I should have brought my downhill Sector 9 helmet that I uh, used for longboarding years ago, but I didn't realize that I would need a helmet for this uh, for this occasion. So, But next time, you know, write down what you got to prepare for and, uh, you know, kill it the next time. So later that night, night's coming to an end, you know, second day of uh getting western out in waco and uh you know the night's wrapping up I, i've met a ton of new people and uh, just having a blast all around and it is time to attempt round number two of sleeping in a hammock i grab my pillow grab my blanket and get cozy okay i'm laying there the wind is a little bit calmer uh the second night than the first night and i'm like okay we, we're hopeful on uh, falling asleep here so I get cozy, and pretty soon I fall asleep like a like a new baby, you know, just out cold. I wake up, still in the same position I fell asleep in, and, uh, you know, I look to my left, and uh, one of our guys is, like, face down in the dirt with a pillow and a blanket, you know. I mean, he is hanging in there, if you know what I mean. And, uh, yeah, I, I wake up feeling like a new man, and uh, see the sun shining on the lake, or uh, not a lake, but it's uh, – you know, the little pond that we're uh, kind of next to. And, um, you know, it, I'm ready to get the Sunday started. So Sunday was uh, the cable competition. So Saturday was the board competition or like uh, not board, uh, the boat behind a boat competition. And uh, Sunday was cable and, you know, didn't compete in cable. But watched a ton of our guys that did, and uh, yeah, it was cool, man. It was really getting hot that day too. I mean, I was already looking like a lobster who was retiring in Miami, but Sunday did me in. It's only really my shoulders and my nose that just fries like no other. But you know, feels good to get burned every once in a while. Yeah, but uh, you know, it, it was a, it was a good time nonetheless. You know. You got to take a part of Texas with you every once in a while. And uh, in my book, sunburns count. So, you know, the day's wrapping up. And, you know, like I said, it was, it rained. It started to rain a little bit on that third day. I guess the day we were going home. And luckily we had gotten most of the wakeboarding behind us. And uh, we're just focused on the drive back. And the drive back was a little shorter than it was going there, but. What we didn't expect to encounter was an absolute terrorizing rainstorm. I love driving in the rain, but this is some next level stuff. This, I mean, this is some Hurricane Katrina copy and paste type situation, okay? We're making our way towards Fort Worth, going through the Dallas area, you know, back to Oklahoma, and it just starts downpouring about two hours into our drive. And, uh, you know, the clouds are getting darker. You, you kind of see like lightning in the distance. You know, okay, you know, no big deal. You know, I've driven through some rain, driven uh, through some thunderstorms, whatever. We get about 
couple miles into the storm and it's absolutely like coming down. We're getting a free car wash, boys. I'm not complaining, okay? It is coming down. And uh, about, uh, about an hour or two into this just absolute rainstorm, I look to my left and there's this car on fire. You know, I kind of like seeing the smoke from uh, from a while back, but, uh, you know, my passenger happened to notice the smoke early on, and he's like, yo, what's that? I'm like, it looks to be a car on fire. But the funny thing was, it's absolutely pouring rain, and this car is still just going up in flames, okay? Could have got struck by lightning, could have just blown up from just being too cool. I don't know. But a little after this car on fire, I look to my right, ka-chow, thunder lightning lightning strikes like 20 yards away from the car shakes the ground whole nine we see smoke just like come up from the field that it hit and it was it was gnarly i don't think i've ever been that close to a lightning strike but it was uh, a little too close for me let's say we all darn near jumped out of our seats but um I think one guy was asleep in the back and we all like yelled as soon as it like hit the ground and we're like, dude, were you not like, did you not like see that or hear that? And he's like, nope. We're like, wow. But, um, yeah, I, that was the 100% my closest experience with a lightning strike. Um, it was cool though. I mean, it was like, I saw the light and like the whole like lightning strike, like hit the ground, like before I heard the noise or like felt the shake. It was, it was cool. A little scary, but it makes for a good time. So we finally reach back into town. My butt's sore from uh, driving all day. I am just staying awake as I can. I don't know how I would have been if I had gotten 10 minutes less of sleep that night um, before this drive. Because, I don't know, the drive going down to Waco was uh, was was pretty easy, but the, the drive coming back to Good old Oklahoma was uh, was a little on the rough side, but we got it there, made it safe, and uh, you know had tons of stories to come back with. But that trip was awesome. You know, I uh, I plan to get a wakeboard here pretty soon. I don't have my own yet, just because I don't exactly know all there is to know um, before purchasing one. I mean, I I assume it's kind of like skateboarding, you know. You get your specs, you figure out what exactly you need for your specific, uh, you know, size and all that stuff. But I have yet to really dive into that stuff. But soon enough, soon enough. Um, yeah, the board that I used uh, for the cable park actually felt really solid. It was my buddy Carson's and, um, you know, we both like weigh the same, I guess. And his board felt like butter. It didn't, you know, obviously it didn't feel good during the, during like my runs. Cause I just wasn't used to the water. I wasn't used to like how the cable was. I mean, it was all out of whack, but I could tell that his board definitely suited me better than the ones I've tried before. And he had closed toed bindings, which are astronomically better than open toed apparently. And, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it felt super solid. So whenever I do go around to getting a board, eventually I'll, uh, I'll double make sure to get like closed toed. Nonetheless, great trip and uh, glad to be back and uh, ready to get finals week out of the way so we can boogie on into summer. Oh my gosh, I am 
so excited for summer. I don't know what I'm going to do, um, but uh, going to the lake and uh, having a good time with friends is uh, on the list. Actually, that's um, it's not even on the list. <laughs> that's uh, that's circled in all red marker on the itinerary. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I think that's the plan. We're going to take more pictures and uh, just add it to the array. I've actually got, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I have this giant wall in front of me. And I'm going to try to fill it up with photos from my film camera. I actually just dropped off um, a roll at Walgreens. And hopefully, fingers crossed, it'll be back in a week. And um, I will be able to add to the wall of film. Film is not getting cheaper. Um, but, uh, you know, time isn't slowing down anytime soon. So you got to take pictures while you can. Um, let's see. I wanted to uh, get some more like film stuff, like as far as like a flash for the candidate you won. Um, don't really have anything else to do as far as my little uh, one step. I, I forgot which brand. I always forget what brand that is. Little little film camera because I never use it. You know that's why I forget what exactly it is, but. I'm going to try to uh, take my big boy camera to my local camera shop next time I'm in Tulsa. And uh, yeah, it's kind of having like some issues like focusing or whatever. But, you know, I mean, that's not something that's detrimental. Like I can definitely like get it fixed or something. But, you know, just something to keep in the back of my noggin. But yeah, I uh, let's see. Yesterday, I... Uh, got invited to come play some beer die with the boys uh it's been a minute since i've uh tossed some die i think the last time i tossed some die was the broken bow trip i don't believe i've talked about the broken broken bow trip here on the podcast but soon enough i'll um i'll dedicate an episode to it and uh yeah. Oh my gosh. Briefly, I'll give you the brief rundown of the broken boat trip. Okay. So this was about a year after graduation high school. And, uh, we had heard about this campsite that was sort of like, let's see, probably like Southern Southeastern Oklahoma. Um, yeah, and it's super, super nice. It was like this nice, like log cabin, like out in the woods. Like it was, it was awesome. And, you know, uh, majority of the TTP group went out there and, um, yeah, we, uh, we had an absolute blast. I mean, that trip was awesome. I mean, like nine dudes chilling out in a cabin, just having a blast. In fact, we also had a bonfire that trip i think we had a bonfire like every night honestly um but yeah totally would go back but i'm gonna have to look back at the pictures and uh get you uh the details on that story because it was a fun trip and um you know certainly one that i think deserves an episode sometime but all right well all good things must come to an end and that includes this episode um yeah, but it was great talking to you, and uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll see you when I see you. I'm going to South Dakota here in a couple weeks. No, 
wow, not in a couple weeks. It feels like a couple weeks, but um, sometime in June. And uh, yeah, I think then I will report how my South Dakota trip went. Two things I'm going to try to accomplish at this South Dakota trip. I'm going to try to make a friend in each state. So each state that we stop at. So I'm going to stop in Nebraska. Don't know where, don't know when. I just know we're going to Nebraska at some point. I'm going to try to make a friend there. And then I'm going to do the same thing in South Dakota. So I don't know exactly how I'm going to do this. But as of recently, I've been meeting a lot of people. And I enjoy the process of getting to know someone I've never met before. So I am going to try to do that. Um, I have, you know, I've been to South Dakota, let's see, for the last like 10 years or something. I've been going every single year and, you know, on that fishing trip. And, you know, I've never really ventured outside of what I usually do whenever I go there. But, you know, I figured this is a nice way to kind of spice up the adventure that I usually, uh, you know, just follow along accordingly what I usually do. So I think that'll be a nice change of pace and it'll definitely make, you know, for a good story. But, uh, yeah, I don't know why I just thought of this, but a song that, I mean, I'm just absolutely obsessed with. I think I found it like yesterday or something. Um, it's called Horses Are Faster by ian munsick i hope i spelled that right pronounced that right whatever um yeah i mean i'm slowly expanding my country liking uh of songs and um yeah we're we're rocking and rolling let's see what other what other country song i uh recently discovered i'm usually like a uh like a classic rock, like indie rock, like dream pop, stuff like that, rap. Um, but I'm slowly building my country repertoire. Oh, Warren Ziders. Ziders? Warren Ziders. He's a guy who, ride, who wrote uh, Ride the Lightning and uh, Dirt Roads Don't and Dark Knight. Dark Knight's a good song. But yeah, um, we're gonna we're gonna keep on trucking, baby, all throughout summer and uh, birthdays coming up. Not getting any younger, baby. You know, gotta live it up while I can. But yeah, man, I will uh, catch you guys in the next episode, whatever that is. But uh, yeah, I will uh, catch you when I see you, and see you when I catch you. Adios.